for Brothers Comics. Uh, we have been away for a very, very long time, and again, we shouldn't have left you. We'll probably wind up getting into the reasons why later on in this podcast. On the line tonight, um, we have a few of the contributors to Brothers Comics. We'll let her go first because she is a lady. Uh, it's Female Perspective. Female Perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? All right, Female Perspective is in the house. We also have the Sandman on the line tonight. Sandman, say what's happening. Evening, all. What's going on? Hey, what's happening? And I see his name in the chat. I don't know if he's on the call or not yet, but Big Hutch should be joining us momentarily. Hutch, are you there? Yeah, Yeah, he'll get in momentarily. Uh, So, yeah, so we've been away for a little bit. Um, So that's pretty much it. I don't want to talk about it too much. But, yeah, we've been away, so we're going to do Podcast 59 here tonight, recording in the middle of the week. Um, Hutch is usually the person that leads us off with this before we get into the box office report. Uh, we got to do a few RIPs, um, and I'll take them That's in right. the order of, I think, of probably most importance to the people that are on this call. Um, his name was Joe Herman. Uh, he was the co-founder of Underdog. He passed away. Oh, y'all, that's un- right. Were y'all Underdog fans? Uh, female I used fans? to watch Underdog. I, I I remember hearing about Underdog, and I vaguely remember the the cartoon. But yeah, I I didn't watch it regularly. Okay, Sandman, Underdog fan. Yeah, I used to watch it. I mean, this this is early. This is like early seventies. I'm guessing when the, that was on, maybe in the late sixties. You know, and I used to you know. Watch the little reruns and stuff when it came on. It was it was fairly ridiculous. You know, most cartoons were ridiculous. But, uh, well, um, it's that, and uh, I don't know if y'all remember a Tennessee Tuxedo was another one. Yeah, of course. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and Shumley and uh, the Walrus, and um, right. there was another one, Commander McBrag was another one that okay. has some like pop culture references even now these days. People still talk about that. So yeah, I remember it well. It was, uh, yeah, it was entertaining. Underdog. Underdog got an early 2000s push or a mid-2000s push. We got a movie, like a live-action movie. Um, yeah, it was forgettable. But, <laughs> yeah, it was forgettable, to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, now, so, it, it was based on a dog being like a superhero or something, right? Yeah, Correct. it was a real dog. It, was, it wasn't a cartoon dog like the show was. So it kind of like, man, it wasn't the same, you know. Yeah, uh, and he, he was in love with the reporter. It like had like a Superman vibe to it too. There was like yeah. a, you know, a mild mannered reporter who was in love with him. You know, Polly Purebred, sweet Polly Purebred. Um, yeah, yes, and she would look after him, and he would have to rescue her because she was always in danger. It was, again, it was a pretty much a Superman ripoff in that regard. But um, yeah, I mean, it was entertaining for what the cartoon was back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. the, the second R.I.P is Jay Giles from the Jay Giles Band. I know we got yeah. into a text uh, thing later to, earlier today talking about that. 
Uh, he is Jay Giles is actually the guitarist of the group, not the lead singer. Who I think is right. uh, I forget what his first name was. Uh, uh, you know, his name. was it yeah, Wolf? I think something he was Wolf or something like that. I, I don't remember. I think his last name is Wolf. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but Jay Giles is the lead guitarist of the group. Uh, he passes away, uh, 71 years old. Um, and we, we talked about this on in text, but we'll do it here live. Like, uh, favorite Jay Giles song, uh, Sandman. What was your favorite Jay Giles song? It's still Angel in the Centerfold for me, uh, or just Centerfold, I think is the name of the song. Because that was mm-hmm. back in the MTV. That was that kicked off the MTV era. One of the... Uh, that was one of the big videos uh, at the time that they always used to play, and the song was on the radio. And that was back then. Of course, it was new, you know, in the early '80s and stuff. So that just kind of blew that song up. Yeah, that's the main thing that always comes to mind for me. Yeah, I can't look at that video without thinking of like everybody thought that was Martha Quinn that's in the video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure Martha Quinn. Yeah. Martha yeah. Quinn. Google it. Um, children. <laughs> no. yeah. uh, that is a huge eighties MTV reference. Uh, yeah. I, I told, I texted y'all earlier. I said Flamethrower was probably my favorite Jay Giles song. I mean, they got some hits. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I mean, they got some great yeah. classic eighties hits. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, uh, that was mine. Uh, female perspective, Jay Giles. Um, and and that's um, first of all, the lead singer's name is Peter Wolf. Peter Wolf. And, uh, there yeah, you go. Peter Wolf. Um, and mine, of course, would be Freeze Frame. I love that song. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Every time I, every That's time good I song come too. on. And I love the video also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They, like I said, they got some hits. Like, you know, you know, you, it's kind of like a, a gloss over of the 80s because they were probably in the early part of it. And you might skip over it because I don't know why. It's just They just got skipped over, I guess. But uh, they were definitely high on the 80s rotation on MTV for videos. Oh, yeah. um, so, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, shout out to Jay Giles, man, R.I.P. And then the last one, which happened today on the day we're recording this podcast, which is on a Wednesday, um, and it just came out of nowhere, Charlie Murphy, yeah. um, Eddie Murphy's shot. older brother, yeah, away, yeah. 57, yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- wow. leukemia. Leukemia, um, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't right. know that. Uh, I had no idea, but if you look at some of the recent pictures that they show, he looked like he was much thinner. You can right. tell he looked like he might have, you know, not been well. But, right. um, but yeah, I had no idea, no yeah. idea. And like I said um, in a text, his he just lost his wife like a few no, years ago. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really really terrible. Yeah. Right. And he, um, and like you said, he's only 57. And, you know, the funny thing is you start to look at all this stuff like on Twitter and whatnot, you know, you, even before Chappelle's show, he was around, like, I didn't even know, you know, that he was in like heart. He was in most of Eddie's movies, you know, just mm-hmm. in kind of supporting roles or whatever. Right, like, yeah. He's in, heart yeah. Nights. He's in yeah. all these other movies. And I'm like, I didn't right. even know, you know, yeah. I saw both of those Yeah. And I saw and an interview also- with Eddie. He also worked as a bouncer for um, for his brother oh. as well, because I was reading some information about him earlier today, and they said um, he worked as a bouncer for Eddie, and one of the reasons he had to leave because he was so overzealous, because if somebody was, you know, not laughing or whatever, he would go over to him and, and get mad at him. So, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> he, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, so, take um, yeah, he was a little too overzealous, so he had to leave that position. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was reading something with Eddie. Um, he was, like, doing an imitation of his brother. He was on, like, Kimmel or one of those shows. Uh, and, um, one, he could do his brother, like, easily. And then, two, um, he was saying, like, his brother was, like, you know, just, like, kind of like a black sheep of the family. You know, he was, like, in gangs and, you know, all the stuff about jail. And, like, you know, he's just, he was, like, a bad dude, you know, mm-hmm. just not, you know, that, you know, just not that dude. You know, Eddie becoming famous essentially saved his brother. Um, so, mm. just, just wow. wow. Yeah. Um, but any of those Chappelle show skits that stick out the most? Uh, well, of course, the true Hollywood stories. I mean, that, those are classic. Those are classic. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You know, the, yeah, the Prince and and um, <laughs> Rick James. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I just watched the uh, Prince one like before we got, before I came down here to start getting ready for the podcast. <laughs> it's just still funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like, uh, I don't know why you ice grilling me. You know where you bought that shirt? The damn show wasn't the men's department. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking he brilliant. He started the shirt versus the blouses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The shirt versus just, the blouses. <laughs> just brilliant, man. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's too much. Uh, and and, you, know, I, and you know what? I was just thinking about this. All three of them are gone now. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, um, mm. Rick James, Prince, and and Charlie Murphy are now. Wow! You know, I never even them. thought about that. That is crazy. Wow! That's yeah, crazy, that's awful, man. Yeah. So that's that awful. one came through today. I was just like, oh, this is terrible. This is just terrible. I mean, and you yeah, know, again, that was I, a shot, man. Yeah. And I, you know, and you you read all this stuff and like, oh, he was like out on tour with Joe Hughley and all. Hey, Hutch is there? What's going on, man? Yes, I thought I heard him. I thought I heard him say hello. He'll he'll jump hello? in. Oh. Yeah, can you hear us? Hello, hello. Yeah, he'll figure he'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Let me make sure I let me make sure I don't have him muted. Um, hold on. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he was on tour with DL Hughley and all these other people, and I was like, oh, hello? I didn't know that. Yeah, can yeah, you hear us? Yeah, I heard him again. Yeah. Background. Yeah, I know you're there. I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you, Hutch. Can you can hear us? You can't hear us, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's yeah, using the microphone or just the phone. Um, mm-hmm. He should probably just use the phone. Oh, right. Anyway, so yeah, uh, RIP to um, to Charlie Murphy. Uh, no mic. Come on, Hutch. All right, there we go. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so that's that's the RIPs, um, and we'll catch him up here as he figures this part out. Um, all right, so we're going to lead straight into the box office report. Um, give me a second to hit this sounder. All right, so the box office report uh, will count up from five to one from the movies from this past weekend and the box office. I think that perspective, if you don't have it, I do have it um, I in have front of me. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, count us up from five. I have a couple of stop signs, and um, we'll go from there. All right, so okay. what was the number five movie in America this okay, week? Okay, number five as of 
Tuesday. Yesterday would be Ghost in the Shell, which made uh, one million. Um, number four. Oh, oh, I had to stop saying. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I know none of us have seen it, right? No. No. Okay. No desire. So there's that too. Um, the, the movie it complete is a complete tank show. Um, you know, it it had problems from the start where they obviously took this role from this classic uh anime movie okay. and whitewashed it with Scarlett Johansson. And uh, they, the backlash started from the beginning. It was even word that they had even tested using like yellow face, like on the actresses, like you know, to CGI it. Um, oh, you're it was, kidding! Oh they, no! They, wow. they went that route for real. Yeah, they they didn't really? do it. They they tested it. Oh, and, I mean, wow. uh, it had yeah, it had That's problems awesome. from the jump, and yeah. it got drug on Twitter and whatnot, and it bombed on its opening weekend. And it's just gonna. I saw somewhere it's gonna be like a hundred million dollar loss for whoever is putting that movie Ooh. out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so. <laughs> female perspective: Why do they keep producing movies where they erase people of color? Go. Uh, because I, I think they somewhere in Hollywood, it's it's been, you know, driven in that white is right. And they, <laughs> they think they're afraid to venture out and, you know, and use people of color because, one, I think they they don't think they're going to see an investment on their, uh, a return on their investment, which, I mean, if you've seen the success of other movies that feature uh, diversity and people of color, which have done really well. Um, especially, you know, this year and so forth. So, I mean, I, I have no idea. And and the whitewashing, I mean, you would think with all the the examples of how these movies have bombed that they would finally, you know, get the picture. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they clearly don't. Uh, Sandman, why do they keep putting uh, Matt Damon in China? <laughs> well, I'm to kind of piggyback off what a female perspective just said. Is yeah, it's the Hollywood man. They just have this idea that they have to put a Caucasian in, you know, in, in the case of Matt Damon, the China, and and then um, to lead these movies, and then uh, Scarlett Johansson for, I mean, an anime, a, a classic anime that people revere. Because I mean, Ghost in the Shell is not just the movies; they have what, three or four anime series that have been successful right. too. So, I mean, it's been, it's reached a lot of people, man. And and I understand that the characters, the way anime is, they're drawn as Caucasian, but I don't know. It's just, they, you, you, would, you would expect that there would have been an Asian character in a lot of right. anime. Because right. it's in Japan. Right. Come on. I mean, it wasn't is, Keanu. You know, Hey, oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. you finally figured it out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the uh, the military industrial complex was holding me back. Right. <laughs> Keeping the man down. Yes, what they do, yeah. so, well, <laughs> First of all, it worked for Tiana because he is part Asian, so there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're all part Asian, so there. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. yeah. Noted. 
Uh, yeah, so Hutch, we'll try to catch you up here. Uh, we're we're running down Ghost in the Shell. The the overall. Yeah, I heard. Dragging us yeah, why, does Holly, why does Hollywood keep dropping freaking white folks in areas where they don't be in like Egypt? Because they don't think Japan people is is bankable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the bottom yeah. line, pretty much. But it's yeah, that, that's t- what I said that that they're afraid that they won't see a return on their investment. But, I mean, look at how successful, you know, movies featuring people of color have been just this year alone. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah. several which have crossed the $100 million mark easily. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. and, and the way this and other movies that they've tried to whitewash have bombed, you would think that that would send a, a clearer picture or a clearer message that, right. you know, you need to try something different. And and let's throw one more thing in there. Um, uh, Miss Yojo, or she ain't a good actress. Yeah, yeah, and that, oh, no. and that's that's part of it too. Um, that you haven't you're trying to have her be the star of a movie where you know she her success rate at being the star of a movie where you know she's not. Um, like a, a face in the crowd, like the Avengers or whatever, you know, like where she can open a movie based on just her, which is what this movie was, and she bombed it out. I, I think that's a part of it too. I, I think a bigger part of it is is that people do have an affinity for Ghost in the Shell, but their affinity for that was not based on the fact that they're putting a white actress in the middle of it. Like it just, it was a bad idea from the beginning, and it had already been in production the same time as The Great Wall. But whatchamacallit, it just failed the previous year. What was that? The gods of Egypt or whatever. Yeah. Just failed. Like, yeah, well, like, was, like, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, there's countless, um, like examples of these movies failing. My issue is, it's like, well, you know, they'll say, oh, well, we made this movie and it didn't, it wasn't successful or whatever. It had people of color or whatever. But like, look, movies is too expensive to be y'all just pushing black people in and expecting niggas to show up. Like shit, it's twelve dollars. I ain't showing up for some crap. If it's twelve, that's mad yeah. day for twelve. Yeah, you know what I'm saying though. If you want to get some heat, tell Right, I ain't going there just to just because a black person is in it. It needs to oh. be like a good movie too. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. just can't be putting people on the screen and expect people to just take it. So, um, yeah. like, I think I, I, I think it's a bigger issue than like you know oh, just because they didn't cast an Asian person in it. I think there's a bigger issue attached to it too but that is an issue i mean it's the same right. reason that iron fist is awful i think female perspective you have watched iron fist or most of it right i i have watched all of iron fist and it it is a struggle i think most <laughs> of it is because of, um yeah it does feel like that that character should have been asian and also the the acting i just don't think the lead actor is strong enough to carry that show the actor, no, they, yeah. they miscast him. They miscast that badly. Yeah, yeah. And because and, he was in Game of Thrones doesn't mean he was he was should have been in this. I mean, yeah, that yeah. that curly fro has to go. <laughs> that who? Curly fro. I curly fro has to go. Curly fro. Oh, so so the actual comic book character doesn't have the curly fro. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah, and it should have made him bald. That'd have been better. Shit. That, yeah, he would have yeah. looked more like the role at least, maybe. Yeah. 
put the 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 wave cap on and been done with it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the, picture, the picture I saw of the church from the comic book, he had like yeah, the the wave cap or something on, and you couldn't see his hair. <laughs> And he was trying to hook up some curls anyway. I don't know. Hold up, y'all. <laughs> Our podcast has just dipped into the blackest area maybe that it ever has. That's by pretty black right there. By, yeah. by quoting wave caps. Yeah, the wave caps. <laughs> we, we still got some merch from 1980 still in their old house. <laughs> I was going to say, there needs to be a Murray's pomade reference here very soon. So, uh, Every, oh, my God. Everybody on this phone call is is doubled in the, the into the uh, the curl cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is also true. It noted. All right. So yeah. So it, yeah, it it bombed. I'm I'm glad it bombed. Hopefully they learned their lesson. They probably did. They so. won't. All right. Yeah. Mm. So anywho. All right. What was number four movie in America? Female perspective. Number four is Smurfs: The Lost Village. Which made oh, 1.5 million. Yeah, I can't mess with that. Yeah, I ain't never seen no Smurf movies at all. So with another Sony movies. exclusive. Oh God, how do they? No wonder they always had a damn money. They can trap like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I passed on that one. Uh, yeah, what was number? What was number and, three? And I, and one thing about the Smurfs, I don't think Gargamel is in the movie, is he? Uh, I, 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 I saw a picture of it. I don't know. He he oh, has okay. to be in the movie. Okay, I, yeah. I I didn't remember seeing Gargamel, but yeah, he was prominently featured in the old cartoon. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. When it, Neil Patrick Harris played him in the one of the movies, right? Or was that right? Lynch he Nicholas? I think he was in the yeah. he was in the first one. Yeah. I don't think he was Gargamel. I think he was no, the he human straight he figure. In the first Smurf movie. Oh, that's oh. right. Because they, they came yeah. to New York, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird in itself. Yeah. Lord. Uh, I, actually, I, I did see a commercial that Julia Roberts is one of the voices, and I'm like, man, how yeah, the mighty have fallen. I heard that too. God damn. I mean, <laughs> she's that hard up. <laughs> she got to be pressed for cash. Woo. I think she said she did it, you know, for her kids, so her ki- oh, she could do a movie oh. her kids could see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. You, you do what you yeah. got to do. Yeah, you just get it. Easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what, was number, what, what was number three? Going in style. Uh, oh. Made $1.8 million. I have no idea what that's about. I mean, it's a remake. It's it. got Morgan Freeman in it, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, and yeah, he's in Morgan Freeman. Yeah, he's in it. And oh. Alan Arkin and um. Uh, oh, is that Alfred another old? Is that another yeah. old ass people movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a remake with George Burns and them. Yeah, right? that, that, that one? is the one with Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and um, Alan Arkin. Uh, oh, that, now that I know that, that should be a shame on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a shame on you. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame that I know that you know that. <laughs> but two, on top of that, that you knew that. But they, they didn't they they made that one movie where they all went to Vegas. It was like him, right. Chino, yeah, I, uh, you know, Vegas. I saw that yeah. movie because I liked all the actors in it. But yeah, I did oh, see God. that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a you problem. 
They had Morgan Freeman, um, Michael um, Douglas. Michael Caine. No, Michael. No, Michael Caine was Michael Caine was. No, Michael Caine was, 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 was Kevin. Death. Kevin. Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein and um and Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, I right. saw that one. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. 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 I no, it had its moments. It was. It, it was. Yeah, really it wasn't fun. that bad. Oh my god! What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Playing, like playing like slots with diapers. What? Playing slots with diapers. Oh god! <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it now. No, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I need. I now I know because I, I did see the commercials for that. All right, what was number two then? Number two is Beauty and the Beast, and that okay. made two point nine million. I still haven't seen that. I got it on an international screening, and I just I just haven't watched it yet. Female Spec, have you seen that one yet? I have not. No, I haven't. Okay, this made a crap ton of money. I mean, a ridiculous yeah, amount of money. It's, so it's, it's made over a billion already. I think. It's made four hundred and thirty-five million. That's going to be hard to beat. Whoever's trying to get in front of that for this year, I don't know yeah. if anybody's gonna get in front of that. Um, wow. Okay. I think, it, I think it might it may have done better than they had expected. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, and it's a. I mean, and from what I hear, it's a beat for beat remake of the cartoon. So you know, oh, damn. Uh, or, uh, if if that's the case, you know, people love that damn cartoon too. So mm-hmm. um, I think you know, quite, you I mean, wasn't the I, you know what, Hodge? I have maybe seen that movie once, maybe. It is not my favorite um, Disney princess cartoon, whatever movie. Uh, I, I definitely don't like the allegory of the nigga being the beast. So um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really mess with that one too much, to be honest with you. Uh, and didn't, wasn't, wasn't it nominated? Was it nominated for an Oscar back in the day? I know it was. Yeah, it's probably. It's Best probably picture, was. yeah. I think it was probably the best picture. The first yeah, animated one. Like one of the first an- Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, oh yeah, it's uh, I'm good on that one though. I don't mess with that. Uh, all right, and the number one movie was what? The Boss Baby. Yeah, I don't know about that either. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one with Alec Baldwin. That made uh, okay. two point three million. What's the to- what's the overall total on that? Ninety five million. <laughs> mm. For a cartoon, okay. All right. I mean, so well, they are with three out of five of those is cartoons are based, or four out of five are based on cartoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that tells you where original ideas and thoughts are. Uh, nowhere. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, Hodge. Before we switch in and we wrap up the box office report, just try to get you to come back to the RIPs. What was your favorite Jay Giles song? My favorite Jay Giles song was uh. Dang, I think I said my centerfold. Okay, you want to yeah. as well. Okay, yeah, it was Sam Ann's as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I, I made a I made a Martha Quinn reference. Um, so Google it. <laughs> <again. Yeah. laughs> Google it, young people. Um, yeah, because yeah. you won't really know. Yeah. All right. All right. So that'll include the box office report, um, and we'll lead straight into blurred notes. Let me hit my sounder. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. All right, so blurred, blurred notes. And uh, this week we got five fact questions notes. and three or four people on the line. 
Um, Hutch is going to handle one for himself because it's all for him. So I think I might just take it from the top, and we'll let Hutch go last on uh, talking about that one. Um, the first note was trailers, trailers, trailers. There's trailers all over the place for movies coming out, uh, comic book movies here over the course of 2017. Um, so in the past two weeks or so, we got a Justice League trailer, we got a Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, and then this week we got a Thor Ragnarok trailer. Um, let's take it from the top then in the order that they came out. Did, who? Hutch, I know you ain't seen no trailers. Did you see the Justice League trailer? You see the Justice League trailer, female perspective, the Justice League trailer. I Yeah, I tried to glance at it uh, real quick before we started the podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I saw the one they did a while back, and mm. it looks like the new this new one has been revamped. Um, you see a little bit more of the characters and so forth. And, and you see um, the one character that's played by, um, I forgot the actress name. The, the Cal girl. Drago. Yeah, Cal you, see more, you see him and the one that was married to Johnny Depp. I forgot. What's her character's name? Uh, Queen Mira. Queen Mira. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, her featured as well. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it just looks like kind of more of the same, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they've kind of added more characters and elaborated a little bit more, but, yeah. <laughs> still, still dark as fuck. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder. Still dark as fuck. Sandman, Justice League trailer. I mean, it was, it was entertaining for what I saw. I mean, it's uh, still more Zack Snyder's slow down and paint, paint some black all over the damn, um, lens technique like he seems to love so much but um, um, I mean they're trying to change the uh, tone a little bit because obviously you know people went down with all that depression shit they was trying to do with that Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman so I mean it, I don't know it, it looks better but you know eh, it didn't move the needle a whole lot for me I'm curious but uh, they got more trailers obviously going to be coming out we'll see if uh, what more they'll come up come out with? Yeah, they doubled down today by releasing a another poster. You know, Justice League United yeah, or something that. along that line. Yeah, it looked like they look like the Power Rangers in the damn picture. Um, <laughs> without so, Superman too. So yeah. yeah, without Superman, which if, which everybody knows that he's in the movie, but like yeah, they can't exactly. talk about it. I mean, it, it's whatever. Um, yeah, my issue becomes. Like the, it just looks dark. It doesn't look fun. It it just looks like I don't know. You still got Steppenwolf. Like you you do get to see some uh, parademons, so you know they're building up to this thing with uh, with Darkseid. Um, but I mean, overall, I just I don't know. I don't care. I just don't care. Uh, the next trailer was Spider Man Homecoming, which came out a couple of they came out like a couple of days apart, and you know because Marvel wasn't gonna let DC get all that shine. Um, and so <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Hutch, did you see that one? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sandman, you can go first this time. How did you feel about the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer? Um, I liked it. It's um, um, They showed too damn much. That's the main complaint that most everybody had. They basically can figure out what the halfway with the plot of the movie was they showed so much but um i like um tom holland who's playing spider-man um he was one of the highlights of civil war um you know like everybody said he said uh it looks like more of that he's 
the first time I think we've got an actor that actually can do both the Peter Parker role and Spider-Man role, you know, the wisecrack and never shuts up part, you know, they never had both before the other two Spider-Man before. So um, I'm actually looking forward to it. And um, Sony had to go to Marvel to fix the damn thing. So it's probably the first one in a long time that's going to make money again. So, yeah, I'm sure they're happy about that. We'll throw it back to Hutch. Hutch, what's how's your thought on the vulture being the main villain in this thing? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> They've done the great job like five times, though. They had to do somebody to It's played by Birdman himself, Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. <laughs> I like sure Michael that, Keaton. That was and, and a hee hee joke, but yeah. Right. <laughs> it was, it is. Well, I mean I mean, if you can make the if you can make a movie where the vulture is a credible villain, then you're obviously on the right track. So, I mean, I guess we'll see if they could actually do that or not. Did you see that trailer, Female Perspective? I did see that one, um, and I enjoyed it. I I I like you know the, the actor that's playing Spider Man now. He looks like he kind of fits the role a little bit more. I mean, it's it's light, funny, you know, from what I can young. tell. Yeah. Yeah, young. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean I I liked it too when I saw it. But I wasn't I wasn't like kinda of blown away by it either. I don't know. I just I, I can't I'm as much as I love and enjoy the character of Spider Man, I think I'm almost worn out in a Batman esque moment for Spider Man mm-hmm. because there's been so many movies, man. Like it's just yeah. like ah, I can't like do it anymore. I, I I did read somewhere that they're not touching anything with an origin story. Like they're just gonna drop it. Like hey, look, this is what happens. He's got powers. Deal with it. Which I think is well, the greatest I, thing ever. That's smart. Uh, because that's smart. nobody's trying to see another Spider-Man origin story. And um, yeah, I just wasn't. You know, I wasn't like kind of blown away by it. I was like, you know, hey, there's Iron Man, and hey, he wants to join the Avengers, and hey, you know what I mean? It was just like eh, whatever. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's Tony. It is is uh, Robert Downey Jr. trying to steal all of uh, old boy's money by being in every fucking Marvel movie now? Yeah, yeah. Now, now when you say you're tired of Spider Man, I'm tired of Iron Man. I mean, I am <laughs> tired of Iron Man at this point. He's in mm. damn near every fucking Marvel movie there is, and I yeah. mean, the stick has gotten old. It really right. has, and I, I'm like. Enough already. If you rewind a, quite a few podcasts ago for Brothers Comics, and I can't give you the number, but there was a podcast at some point where we talked about um, at a point you start to play a character and nobody's going to want to see you in nothing else. And Robert Downey Jr. has crossed into that role for Tony Stark and Iron Man. Like if he tried to put out a movie tomorrow where he played, you know, a, a cripple or whatever, people are going to be shouting at the screen, put on the suit, nigga. You know, because <laughs> it's because they're not trying to see, like, to see him do anything else. You are Tony Stark now. It's, you know, the same way as, um, uh, who was the other actor there, like, where nobody's going to try to, see, as, as uh, Hugh Jackman is, is Wolverine and Logan. Oh, Wolverine. Like, you just have a hard time, like, picturing them to be anybody else because you're so used to them being this particular person. So, um, right. Yeah, I, I mean, he he cashing checks, and they only ca- checks he can probably cash at this point. So, yeah. uh, I, I don't, you know, get your money, I guess. Uh, the last trailer was Thor Ragnarok, which came out a couple of days ago, maybe on Monday. Um, Hutch, did you see that trailer? No. 
No. <laughs> you, live in a, you live in a cave or what? What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, and I think you, you I think Sam man, you even sent it out on on the text chain. On the I text, yeah, it. yeah. Because yeah. it just dropped and uh yeah, and I was like, Oh shit. It's the military industrial complex. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Okay, Whatever. so uh female specter, did you see that one? I did see that one. Um, what did you think of that? You have not been a fan of the Thor movie. No, I did not like the Thor character whatsoever. So, you know. <laughs> Y'all are the haters come in though, when it comes to good. Thor, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like Thor. <laughs> I've heard you say the exact shit before about Thor. I don't think. <laughs> they don't like the movies. But I think right. they, he hurts oh, like you're the talking about the character. Or... You don't like the, the yeah. person. I like, is good. I like, I like, I like the I character. I like the character. Yeah. I do uh, not like okay. the character. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, <laughs> what did you, you think of the trailer? Um, I like um, what's what's the uh, the actress that plays the villain? I like her. Um, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, hello. And yeah. she normally. Um, she will elevate, you know, anything she's involved in. So because yeah. she's Academy in, Award winner, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. So I mean, she's just that good of an actress. So um, yeah. that will probably elevate the material a little bit. Uh, now, what's going to what happens beyond her character? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sandman, how'd you feel about the trailer? I liked it. It was um, it was kind of a they went a different way because originally they were trying to do like the uh, the first two kind of really serious. Uh, they had some comedic elements thrown in, but uh, they tried to play it straight. And Thor is kind of meant to be a more of a um, not com- not exactly comedic, but uh, sometimes a, a more lighthearted. Um, not, not even a character, but. Uh, you kind of have to do it tongue in cheek sometimes because he's supposed to be a god, you know, and so, and so you gotta you gotta walk that balance sometimes between the serious and the comedic. But um, they kind of I heard the the complaint that they made it too much like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is obviously right. my property now. Which I understand. Yeah, it's very much uh, a lot of music in it, and they were playing a uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> right. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I noticed that. The trailer. Yeah. And it actually yeah. fit. I thought because that's basically the songs like it, it does look like they've made it more comical. I mean, because the other two weren't. Doesn't yeah. seem like they were quite as comical as as this trailer looks. Yeah. And you know, they, they threw Hulk in the middle of this one too, which Hulk is a Hulk is in one of those one of those X factors. He kind of multiplies. <laughs> Stuff mm-hmm. throw it in, they like just like he did in the original Avengers one. That kind of set it over the top, I think. So uh, it was entertaining. We'll see if it's uh, they can follow up with it, make some money. I definitely, it. I definitely think that putting him in there and trying to use Planet Hulk or whatever will definitely get you know the fanboys yeah. riled up. I don't think no, general people are like, oh, cool, the Hulk, and that's why I was like, I'm glad they revealed it in the trailer so people don't have to worry about it. Like, oh yeah, the Hulk right. is in it, and you know, good. There you go. It's over, and that, you know that's what people will be looking forward to to see the Hulk and um, Thor like battle each other, or whatever. I mean, I thought the trailer was but, good. It did have a very Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it, though, very much so. Right. Um, yeah, it did. And depends on how you but, feel about but, Guardians. Yeah, we're not, we we're kind of weary on the Guardians, but nonetheless, you know, the third movie of Dander and Everything is usually kind of bad or heads toward Badville anyway. So I think they're like, you know what, we got the checks, so let's 
cheese it up. I'm looking at this yeah. trailer now. But mm-hmm. so. I'm, I'm I'm wondering who who thought that making a third uh, movie of this character was even necessary. Wow. The, the, the mm-hmm. contracts are pro- already probably already written up, man. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Unless yeah. unless the movie super sucks, they're gonna right. make another That's- one. Right, and it's not yeah. like the movies haven't been profitable. You know, I mean, they might not be they've they've all made quality, money. but they've they, all they, made money. Hey, none of them so. going to the Oscars, but right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, I thought it was okay. I mean, none of them really, like, blew me away. Like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie or whatever. The next comic book movie we're going to get is Guardians of the Galaxy that first weekend in May. Um and I've you know, I've been seeing those trailers for that, and I've just I've kind of been like kind of, you know, about it to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I'm, you know, I like Baby Groot and all that, but you know, I don't. I, you I don't, like Baby Groot? Sure, why not? <laughs> but <laughs> what I, I don't like about it. Yeah, but uh. what I don't, but what I don't know is if 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 I need an hour and forty five minutes of Baby Groot, like that's the problem, and <laughs> um, you know, for twelve dollars. So I, I don't I don't I don't really know. Uh, and then you got Wonder Woman coming out in June as well, uh, which I wrote a whole article about on BrothersComics.com about how DC is pretty much skipping over Wonder Woman. Like you don't see any advertisements for Wonder Woman at all, and that movie comes out in seven weeks. Yet we keep getting Justice League trailers, Justice League teasers, Justice League this, Justice League that, which leads me to and which I wrote in the article. It's either one of a few things. One, either they don't know how to advertise this movie because they just don't know how to advertise. They know, they like know how to advertise movies. Or two, the movie's bad and they're trying to cut their losses already. Like, yeah, you know, it, I'm it's, go it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those or a combination of a, a bunch of them. But it, chances are that the movie is probably bad. And if they're not right. doing advertising, and I mean, seriously, why are you bumping up Justice League, which comes out in November, and Wonder Woman comes out in June? June? Yeah. It's seven well, weeks away. And then that's, yeah, you don't see trailers or nothing like that for that movie. So it's, that's not, not a lot. Very few. Yeah, it is strange mm-hmm. for a movie they claim is supposed to be so important, you know, the first yeah. female-led superhero movie and all that. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. So, yeah, it's yeah, bad. So. Yeah, it, it's chances are it's probably bad. I mean, he looks so bad. good. I know, but they're gonna blame like women for it bombing. That's the problem. Yeah, like, oh, that, women that wouldn't that support it when you probably put out a turd. And right, that, that ain't women's fault. Yeah. Like, why women yeah. gotta support turds? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, it's bad. All right. Anyway, blurred note number two. Uh, it dropped today as we we're recording. Josh Brolin is going to play Cable in Deadpool two. We'll throw it to Hutch. Yeah. So not only is he Thanos in MCU, he's also going to be Cable in Deadpool 2. Uh, Hutch? Stick uh, <laughs> with Thanos. Do they, they allow that type of crossover? Allegedly so. Before. Yes, so. Mm, yeah. oh, Allegedly oh, boys, so. Captain America and Human Torch. White version. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. true. That's I true. about that. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. He was with Fox yeah. before, and I was with uh, yeah. Marvel. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but him as an actor and the character Deadpool overall, Hutch, uh, or not Deadpool, of Cable overall, is it a good match? Is it a, uh, what are we doing Cable. here? Cable sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, 
can't I, his, him and his little one glowing eye and and his traveling yeah. in and out of space and ay 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 just kill me already. <laughs> yeah, we've we've talked before about uh what's old boy's name, the creator, uh his characters. Yeah. Rob Liefeld. Liefeld, yeah. Well, I don't really care for him anyway. That's his art was garbage in my opinion. And um yeah. I, I mean he hit with Deadpool, but you know who I actually I think is irritating as hell too, but still, yeah, cable, I care nothing for the character. I never have. And they're they're going full board with this thing and yes. Josh Brolin, I guess I could see it. I mean, I don't care about the character. I hope he can act. <laughs> all I know. Well, and I, I will throw that the female female perspective. Josh Brolin as an actor to be able to pull this off. Josh Brolin, um, uh, you know, in the right in the right movie, playing the right character, maybe. I don't know too much about Cable, or I don't know anything about Cable, as a matter of fact, or mm. Thanos. So. Um, yeah, I, but as an actor, he, he's kind of on that border. I mm. mean, he can give mm-hmm. good performances, but it really depends on the movie and the character. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I just, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't really, I don't know. I mean, as, I hope they drop some Goonies references. Um, <laughs> I always forget he was in that damn movie. Yeah, I mean, I hope they make fun of that because for some jokes. Yeah, but beyond that, something with Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Beyond that, yeah. I don't care. Beyond that, really. I mean, he's good at playing the straight man. You know, like he played. Um, you know, when they in Men in Black Three, where he played Tommy Lee yeah. Jones as a young yeah. straight, yeah. straight man. He did a convincing performances that, and he did sound very much like, very yeah, much so like. I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's he's probably good in that role, in that straight man role. We'll see. The cable uh, character sucks, as Hutch said. Um, there's nothing good that could come from that. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> but, it, I mean, you know, he's still playing with house money. Yeah, mm. but here's your 18 months, 18 month trigger warning. Deadpool two is going to suck, no matter who they have in it. It's not going to work. Wait a minute, you said that about Deadpool, the first Deadpool. I did, yeah. We all did. did. We all did. Yeah, we all did. I have have no trust in Fox anyway, so that was Yeah, but what I'm saying is that seeing that movie work one time is because it would work one time. You going in now knowing that you're going to see, you know, a bunch of Goofy dick jokes and all that. It's not. It won't work the second time. It'll be monotonous. Yeah, double down. It'll be, yeah. yeah, it'll double down on the ridiculousness, and it's not gonna work. So I mean, y'all, again, you want to donate your money? Is brotherscomics.com. You know, we'll take all of your money. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch it for. We'll watch it for you and tell you. But you don't need to do that. Don't spend your money. All right. Next blurred note. Um, it was reported today, although not confirmed, that DC movies, DC, their extended universe, had decided, you know what, let's not mess around and make a Shazam movie because Shazam sucks. And uh, hey, take... hey, 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 I like Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take, we're going to not make a Shazam movie, and we're going to take Black Adam, who was supposed to be the villain in the Shazam movie, and put him in Man of Steel 2 to fight against Superman. So, that makes Shazam, sense. lover, Hutch. Uh, yeah. What would you think of Black Adam and Man of Steel two, and no Shazam movie? 
I Which didn't know there was going to be a Man of Steel 2 movie. But uh, Black Adam is a cool character. I like Shazam, too. Mm-hmm. So, yes, make it happen. Well, I'll stay with that. Okay. <laughs> Sandman. I like Black Adam and, uh, you know, uh, Shazam, the former Captain Marvel. Um, <laughs> I like him fine, too, but... Why the hell? Superman ain't never fought no Black Adam. Never, never, I don't remember. I'm sure they come across each other before, but that don't Oh, oh they fight. they fought before, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'll trust in, in uh, Big Hutch's uh, knowledge. It surpasses mine. But um, um, why don't they just do one of Superman's villains that they never use, like Brainiac or something like that? They never use that shit. I mean, Brainy, you try to do Brainiac on on film. You gonna have some. You gonna look like the leader or something. Some dude with a big green head with the uh, <laughs> diode sticking out, doing a mm. neutron dance. Mm. Yeah, that's. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know about the neutron dance, but yeah, the other stuff makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. It just it seems like if they're going to do a Superman movie, they're trying to find somebody that looks big and ominous in a costume, which would be The Rock. The and Rock does that, yeah. So, I mean, so they can pound on each other. But I think if Man of Steel proved anything, is that too much pounding on each other is way too much. Like, the last 35 minutes of that movie is one choking nigga bad. Yeah. <laughs> the blowing up and the, the buildings falling down. And, and that's like, what it turned everybody on, off, all that destruction. It did. It was just it yeah. just never stopped. It was like, come on, yeah. man. Like it was too ten much. minutes of this would have been good and it was like thirty five. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so bad. So Yeah, I mean I I mean, I could see it. Um, you know, they could, they couldn't confirm that. Somebody, some DZ people, were like, no man, Shazam movie's still on. But I mean, nobody cares about Shazam much. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. dude. Nobody care about Shazam. <laughs> no, nobody care about but Shazam. But you huh? care about Shazam, don't you? I do like Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> don't be, uh, don't be hating on Shazam, yo. I'm not hating. I'm not hating on him. I kind of like the character too, but I don't think people care if they're trying to see him in his orange. Underwear with a lightning bolt on it. It's red. (laughs) 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 So, anyway, all right. So that was that. All right. And now, since you didn't see any of the trailers, we're going to let you tell your story. This blurred note is sponsored by San Diego Comic Con, but not really. (laughs) And um, (laughs) go ahead and regale us. Yeah, go ahead and regale us with your tale. Oh, yeah, we need tickets. Uh, Regale us with your tale of how you got your tickets for San Diego Comic-Con for the first time Um, in forever. In forever, yes. I signed up to be on their list. You you had to sign up for get get a member ID before you could even ask for tickets or even get into this thing for tickets. And I signed up in 2009, 2010. And for the last wow. seven, eight years, I have been sitting in the waiting room of, of Blue Death, watching the circle go around, <laughs> hoping that somebody on that bitch would be like, you know what, let's give that nigga a chance. And <laughs> but most of those most of those days, I've been sitting there with a beer or another drink of choice, like, Basically, listen to the end of the Donkey Kong uh, shit. 
<laughs> you wasn't you was getting in. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna so drop. I'm gonna this, drop this, that Donkey Kong clown in there. By the way, anyway. So yes, I sat up this last week, Saturday morning, or Saturday morning, or Saturday afternoon here. Saturday morning for them is nine o'clock in the morning, twelve o'clock our time. They they opened up. I logged in. I waited. I saw the tickets go by. Like damn, there goes the. The Wednesday preview day. I don't give a damn. Now, again, now explain that. And I read. And if you didn't, Hutch wrote an article on this on BrothersComics.com. dot um, Explain how you can see the tickets going away because I didn't really get that. Like you can, like, like what's that look like visually as you sitting in front of the computer? You're sitting in front of the computer watching the Blue Circle of Death in the waiting room. There, mm-hmm. There's this yellow. There's some, I guess, for the lack of better term, some comedian that's the moderator of the room. And they sent uh-huh. out this banner saying, uh, we're monitoring the uh, stuff. Damn, it looks like these tickets are really going fast. Damn, there's <laughs> nothing left for Wednesday. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 see, you see your chances of getting the ticket just tick away. Mm-hmm. And okay. they, they just they slow play you. Oh, looks mm-hmm. like and the then, was going. And another thing you indicated is that this is a lottery, so they just randomly select people too, right? That's oh. uh, right. They say that it's a lottery now. When Which a long time ago, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't never heard of no bull crap like that. Yeah. I have, I have no, I have no idea how many people are in that room. I'm guessing hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, I know. Like I know. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, I know. Back in the day, I used to go all going. I mean, as soon as the, the gates, whatever you want to call it, opened up, and they would, and I would never get picked. And I thought I'd be in there. I thought I was damn near the moderator. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so now they're going to some. They say they're going to some lottery selection thing. Um, and I, it must be my lucky day. Hmm. So what are you feeling like when they did, how does it pop up on the screen? Like, we just charged your credit card. Congratulations. <laughs> no, no, no. What, 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 what happened was like, at like, it normally things sell out about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. Um, right. so I'm like, the last thing I got before the ticket, the thing popped up was like, all the Saturday tickets are going. I'm like, fuck. Why even go then? If, if he can't go on Saturday, I mean, yeah, that's the big day. is it yeah. worth it? Right. And then, like, two minutes later, oh, you, congratulations, you've been selected. And I'm like, oh, I'm God. like I, missed, I missed Saturday tickets by two fucking minutes. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding that me? That does. That does. Right. Suck. I mean, yeah. so I'm like, so I'm like, okay, so they like, well, we got Thursday, Friday, and Sunday available, and uh, and you know, most cons on Sunday are like, we just yeah, leave, man. We, we, we yeah. let's, let's get out of here. Yeah, we out. We out. Yeah, right. yeah, we're packing up. <laughs> yeah. We're getting ready to yeah. go. Hey, can you carry yeah. them boxes out to the car? <laughs> right, this, right. This is the shit we couldn't sell, or we don't want to carry it back. We just leave it out here. You can go. Y'all can fight for it. 
Right. So it, it actually, opened you up. might be able to get some deals on Sunday though, because stuff they don't want to take back, you might be able to get cheaper. But yeah, if you want a ring of Sippy shirt from twenty oh two thousand eight, you can get one shirt. But go ahead. So yes, it opened up, and they were like, "Okay, yes, you can you can order tickets." We have Thursday, Friday, and Sunday available. And I'm like, well, shit, this might be my only shot ever doing this. Right. So yeah, I, a, I said, take it. And I took it Friday, Friday, or Thursday, Friday, Sunday. I mean, it is a bucket list moment. I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, for comic book mm-hmm. nerds or whatever, I mean, it's a yeah, bucket it's list moment. You know, he, uh, Hodge called me, you know, rather as soon as it happened, and I didn't catch the call until later. And you know we're you know we're gonna try to effort our best to try to figure out if Brothers Comics as a whole can at least represent something over there, and so we're getting that part together. But uh, you know again, that's uh, it was pretty amazing as it uh, as it is. You know, like the fact that you were able to get tickets. So you know, congrats. Right. Yeah. So, right. And and I think and all the tickets sold out. I mean, by the time I bought all my stuff and figured out how I'm gonna spend this money on these tickets alone. Uh, yeah, I was like, it was over. Thanks for playing. I'm like, well, shit. I'm glad I, I guess I'm glad I got what I got. Yeah, exactly. Well, now, well, yeah. So I got Now it's figuring out the other part. Now it's figuring out right. the other side of the country. Right. That's the hard part. Yeah. yeah, that's the right. hardest part. Well, actually, it's probably not the hardest part. That's the easiest part. It's just not the monetarily easy part. So, it's not uh, monetarily whatever at all. Yeah, so if you listen to this podcast, um, if you listen to this podcast, you work in the airline industry. Not United, though. We'll get to them in a minute. Um, yes, you work in the airline industry. Um, <laughs> you live in California, and you want to pit up uh, Big Hutch and maybe some other folks for free. We'll cook for you. Uh, you know, how <laughs> I walked yeah. yeah, we'll do anything, really. Yeah, all right, so good job. All right, so that'll wrap up later. <laughs> uh, we'll lead straight into the STFUs. We told you, United, we was coming for you. Hold on, let me hit my sounder. Here again, uh, we have a few. My list is probably y'all probably touch on most of them, um, but I, I do want to throw one out there because I've been complaining to y'all. Uh, fuck Game of Thrones, fuck it all <laughs> the As I've been watching it, uh, you know, I'm years late on this. I, I'm so late to the party, and you know, and I sent the text to y'all as soon as I watched the shit about that damn red wedding at the end of season three. Fuck that show. Just fuck it. It's a, completely. It's a doozy. It's, it's yeah. awful. Yeah, I, I, mean, I it never. It, I, I think I posted on Twitter or Facebook. It was like that's like killing all the Huxtables and leaving you with Rudy <laughs> and Bud. Like, I mean, that is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. Good it's just terrible. I mean, seriously. <laughs> so I was like, this is bad. But anyway, all right. But that that, that not, was definitely a what the fuck 
smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't even believe it. I'm sitting there watching it, and nobody, like, it's late at night because I only time I can watch it because, you know, I can't be my kids around that show. And I'm just like, what? 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 Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's terrible. They ought to be ashamed of themselves I'm, for doing that shit. I'm, I'm still, I mean, that the Red Wedding was awful. But I, I yeah. mean, when Ned Stark got knocked off, I was done, though. That's, yeah, that's, my, that's one of my all time. What in the fuck is happening? I remember watching it, and you was like, dang, did that just happen? Right. I, I was yeah. done, though. I'm like, I'm all in, Ned Stark. He got it. I mean, that's my boy. That is my main dude. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's got to be a dream sequence. <laughs> And you know what? That was your introduction into anything goes. That pretty much told you that anybody was uh, expendable at that point. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And again, I listened to y'all's podcast with uh, with Brother Beavis, and he had even suggested that, you know, as we get closer to season seven, I guess, that, you know, we can do a recap show or whatever, you know, bring me into the fold or whatever. You know, like a recap season one, two, three, you know, like kind of lead mm-hmm. up to season seven. I was like, yeah, that sounds fine or whatever. I was like, but, um, like, I, there's just certain parts of this or whatever that I've heard things and people will spoil things. And they're like, oh, man, I didn't know you were just starting to watch. I was like, I don't really care. One, I ain't going to remember what you tweeted me before mm-hmm. the I see it. And then, two, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't expecting people to not t- tweet shit that happened five years ago. I mean, what the hell? You know, like, that's about, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. But I'm also like, y- y'all got to be some better fucking warning signs or something. Y'all should have been, hey, man, um, season three, just be ready. Something <laughs> y'all should have said to me because I wasn't ready for that. I was, Renette Stark, it got me, but I was like, well, no, whatever. I didn't think it was like that. But I already know, like, some other stuff that's going to happen that I, I've heard that ain't happened yet, and I ain't going to be happy about that. So it's just, fuck that show. I'm telling you, man, that's bullshit. <laughs> If you've read anything about the show, the Red Wedding is definitely one of those moments that most people mention as being very pivotal, you know, for the series. So, mm. yeah, it, I mean. Yeah, that, it's, it's a turning point. Yeah, it's definitely a turning point. That's a big slap. That's more than a turning point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, well, damn, why should I even be watching it before? That's, that's kind of what I'm like, all, that's, that's, somebody, <laughs> that's somebody soaking their hand in fucking cold urine and slapping the shit across, <laughs> slapping the shit out of you across the face. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's all I felt. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah I, it took me a couple, and that was the end of season three, and I was like, it took me a couple of days even bother season four. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> you know? I like, I'm about to, I mean, I'm like, you know, emotionally detaching myself from folks. I'm like, you know, you about to die, new. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I told, I texted Aaron, I was like, I'm treating everybody in this person like the black person in a horror movie. Everybody <laughs> on this show. I'm like, well, I know you're gonna get it eventually, nigga. As soon as you right. around, something's gonna happen to you. So. Whatever. It, it's definitely it's definitely <laughs> one of those shows where anything goes. I mean, like I said, anybody's yeah. expendable. So it's just a matter of when. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That show is big on shock factor, boy. You just don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Not happening. Uh, sorry. Anyway, yeah, we got sidetracked. Damn terms. But as we just cross a little over the hour mark here, um, yeah, I have a list. Anybody got anything from happening earlier in the week or this week or previous week? I have one. Go ahead. This is, this is what I've mentioned on several occasions, but damn it, this ass white keeps doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Diesel. Damn it, I'm oh, sick of that motherfucker. <laughs> Every time Preach one it. of them fucking Fast and Furious movies comes out, he always goes to his feel about how close him and Paul Walker was to sell this fucking movie. Damn oh, it, Lord. stop it already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Y'all, are, you know how, if you listen to this podcast, y'all know how we feel about Ben Diesel. Um, <laughs> isn't yeah? You could red wedding all of his life for me. Uh, I don't care uh, about him in any way, shape, or form. There's a, a, a Fast and Furious movie coming out. I think this weekend actually, and um, and I guess there's already the drama between him and The Rock as well. Uh, because The Rock called him a candy ass during the production of the movie. Right. So yeah. um, yeah, I mean he's he's just that dude. You know he. He has nothing but these movies. Nobody's trying to see him in anything else other than these movies, and he got to ride this shit till the wheels fall off, literally. So, yeah, um, yeah but he 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 ain't above putting Paul Walker's name out there to generate some press, oh, he, which is some talk shit. Isn't. And that and he keeps doing that. And if you've mm-hmm. read anything about you know Paul Walker, you'll know that um, Paul was closer to Tyrese than to any of the other members of the cast. And he mm-hmm. he came when he was alive. He came out and said he wasn't close to Ben Diesel. So I don't know why he keeps trying to act like they were, you know, best buds and stuff because they weren't. Right? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, we we can drag Ben Diesel all day for me on this podcast. Uh, I, I'm all <laughs> for it. Um. All right. But I mean, uh, it's, it's a cheap it's a cheap route for him to take. And granted. <laughs> He's an ass, so I guess you should expect that from him. But damn it, yeah. I mean, enough is enough already. Yeah, I mean, what else? What else he got? He ain't got nothing else, you know. I mean, he ain't got nothing else mm-hmm. to fall back on. So, yeah, fuck Dan Diesel. All right, uh, saying man, you got anybody? You always keep it nice. And, yeah, uh, um, not so nice today. I mean, this is low hanging fruit, but um, Sean Spicer, who is you know, oh, don't know, yeah. is. President Trump, and I can't believe I even have to say that, is um, the press secretary for the White House. And this idiot, what did he say? He said, in response to the um, Syria bombings and stuff, he was talking about uh, whatever the the president there's name is. I don't remember. Assad. Assad, yeah, President Assad. And he, he basically said, uh, he brought up World War II, and he said, was like, well, 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 even Hitler didn't gas his own people and uh, uh, something equally stupid. And everybody just kind of <laughs> looked at him like, dude, really? Dude? I mean, just, I mean the people Trump has around him, is, is, it's a – it's something every damn day, literally. It's always it's something. It's a clown it's, show. It's a clown it show. It is just a joke, man. Uh, I mean, he, and then he doubled, he doubled down and tried to stumble his way out and stuttering and stuff. It was like, oh, well, I was trying to say, and, oh, it was a comedy show, man. 
And people just drug that fool after that as that <laughs> deserved to be. And, well earned. Which is nothing new. Well, well earned, and you know. Yeah, I, I, I his after the lady tried to give him a a, a pass to fix the pass. He yeah. said, well, you know, I'm not saying that Hitler was, um, you know, whatever he did, you know, when he, you know, rounded up the people and put, you know, into the Holocaust centers. And I was like, everybody whoa, looking at him whoa. like, did you just say that, like, concentration camps was Holocaust centers? Because um, that definitely wasn't true. And I think my tweet was uh, calling concentration camps Holocaust, Holocaust centers is like calling slave ships cruise ships. Um, so, <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> much. Um, so, um, yeah, he, and, that, he's, and you know what, that, that just represents the type of ignorance you're dealing with, with this administration. I mean, damn, it, yeah. it's, it's just awful. It's really that's, awful. The, I don't think day. that's ignorance. That's, that's, that's spin plus denial. Yeah, and hubris. You know, oh, yeah. it takes some balls to get out there and say this dumb shit, and like, and try to spin it in a way that you know that is believable. I mean, it takes balls to even go out there and do it. You know, I mean, in the past, whether you agree with the president or not, the the press secretary has always been somebody who is masterful at language to be able to spin right. whatever yeah. story that they're exactly. trying to tell. And they well, got a freaking a moron out there trying to do it. But you have to look at who he's representing. I mean, Correct, yeah. you know, a child who basically <laughs> doesn't know how to speak either. So, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, Imagine having to represent that fool. Yeah. Can't communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad look overall. And he was also on my list there, saying that. So, yeah. Um, Hutch, you sent out a couple, and I told you, I was like, those sound like podcast topics, so we just happened to get to it. Uh, who you got? I got that, what, Nivea? N-I-V-E-A? Nivea. Nivea? Yeah, Nivea. the lotion yeah, company. Yeah, they're a German-based oh. lotion company. Shocking. And they, yeah, and they put out oh, a oh. ad talking about re-civilize yourself, and they got a black dude, a clean-cut black dude, Take, he's got a decapitated head of a of a looks like a man of color with a full beard and a and a curly afro hair about to throw this his head somewhere into the streets or into some part of the into the water I don't know but yeah this is a bad look yo yeah that that was the, uh, that was one half of the ad the other half of the ad or of a different same campaign thing was um. Like white purity, purity. Yeah. yeah. And they would put white. this out, wow. and they got picked, and they got picked up by like the white supremacists. They was like, "Thank you, Nivea. We've been saying this shit for thousands of years, essentially." <laughs> and it was like, "Yeah, we probably didn't think that out too swell." Um, or did they? Or did? Or did they? Yeah, I think they did because because from what you're telling me of what the ad showed, they knew exactly what they were doing. That was uh, some subversive, you know, uh, stuff that they were hoping people didn't zone in on, but apparently they did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. That was a that was a terrible one. Um, and you know, it, it's kind of funny. Like over the last like week or so, it seems like a couple of companies been trying to top themselves. Like if each one is just like, shoo, that was a bad week for Nivea. Man, we ain't got no um no shit like that. And Pepsi's like, hold my beer. 
and let me get out here and screw this up. So uh, I got one for Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> Pepsi, man. But I, you know, I saw it trending on Twitter at first, and you know, I mean, we all from up north, and but you know, got roots here in the south now. And y'all know how Coke is. I mean, especially in Georgia. I mean, you. I mean, you hard pressed to find Pepsi in places. So, <laughs> so anytime I see Pepsi trending, I'm like, oh well, something, whatever this could possibly be. And so I see Pepsi trending, and it's because of this damn. I don't even know which Jenner it is. Was it Kendall? I think it was Kendall. Kendall Jenner. It was. Kendall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they made God. this ad where she comes into, uh, like, a protest movement protest. and, yeah. you know, take, throws off her wig and gives it to a black lady, by the way, whose face is like, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and I'm going to make that my Facebook profile soon. And um, and then she, you know, overcomes the movement. And then she, and, you know, to top the cherry on the top here, she gives the, the, the police officers that's holding back the protesters uh, a, a Coke, a, a Pepsi. Look how bad Coke is. I give them a Pepsi, and like every day, everybody's happy now, and everybody's like dapping her up, and like, hey, you know, the white woman saved us all, and it all it took was a Pepsi. Um, <laughs> a brown take, Pepsi. Yeah, well, <laughs> it obviously yeah. didn't take them long to get drugged all to be damned and pull the ass like twenty four hours after it got released. It led to some great memes, though. Yeah, the memes uh, I think were I put, I think I put a couple of them on the Facebook page with Martin Luther King, who says, I have a dream speech, you know, holding a Pepsi. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just, it was just bad. It was just bad. <laughs> like, I, it, it's literally like this is what happens when there's no black people in the room. And I, I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God, probably, I swear to God, there's probably at least one black person in the advertising office at Pepsi who, he might not be in the advertising core group, but he's stuffing mailboxes, he doing something, he a junior associate, something. It would not take no more than 15 seconds to be like, hey, Tyrone, could you come in here for a second? (laughs) What do you think about that? And for Tyrone to be like, this is some bullshit. Wait, okay. permission to speak? Uh, yeah. yeah, permission to speak freely? Yes. <laughs> are you Tyrone was already in them streets before he said, "This is some bull." <laughs> 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 I, mean, I mean, it was just awful. I mean, I don't know what in the world. I mean, they spent millions of dollars on that commercial. That wasn't no cheap commercial. And they just flushed it all the way down the toilet. I mean, now, you, now and, and you know Pepsi also. Pepsi did some control on this. They presented it to somebody before they put it out in the streets. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, somebody. They, yeah, they got some, some black folks saw this. Man. You, you really think what so much? You really I, think that that, really guy, that got vetted by somebody? That I was think like, it did. I don't think oh, it did man. at all. I don't know. I think I don't think Pepsi's too big to now this well, this, Ger- this German per- German Navia India whatever mm-hmm. they are. That we know there's only about five black folks in Germany and they in the army. So that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree Pepsi with her. Look at. I, I think they probably did run it by a, a 
or I would like to think that they ran it by a focus group. Now, I don't know what happened from that point to it being distributed, but, yeah, marketing campaign, more than likely if it's a big company, they do run it past the focus group because I've, I've participated in a couple of focus groups. Right. Yeah. And stuff I have to. I, I participated in one for Pepsi once, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think they listened to me. Well, so I mean, there they, might have been a couple of there might have been a couple of brothers in there. They was like, "Hey, man, I don't think this is such a good idea." But they was probably like, "You know, well, whatever. You know, we don't really care about you because a white person is going to watch that and be like, oh, that's great. Look at that white girl. She's doing it.' Yeah. And all the niggers love her. Awesome. You know." <laughs> Well, oh, the young, Pepsi, Pepsi <laughs> trends, Pepsi, Pepsi trends toward young people, people, and young people know who Kendall Jenner is, so mm. that's what they, you know, maybe they thought that Kendall Jenner could bridge the the racial divide. Well, yeah, but they let that blind them though, and then they was like, yeah, this this is great, and then mm-hmm. other people that are not white or crazy looked at that shit and was like, what in this fuck is this? Um, yeah, yeah, they got a drug and uh, and they deserve to get drugs. They deserve it. Yeah, yeah. So Pepsi can get one, Kendall Jenner can too, because it's not like and and a fucking ashy Negroes will get one too, like <laughs> because there's too hey, many I, people I bumping. That remark. <laughs> well, there's too many people that's bumping for her. That's like, oh well, you know, she's young and she's this. I was like, her mother and her sisters and her. Fuck more niggas than anybody. You couldn't have run. You couldn't have run that shit past Kanye or Tigger or whoever the hell. And they couldn't be like, hey, you know, what are y'all doing? Like this is uh, no, I don't think that's a good idea. All them Negroes got their shit snapped off when they entered the door, so they're all yes dudes. I don't know, man. I just—it just didn't seem logical that that something like that could happen. That where somebody they, who because they they're always Mitchell, trying to con- they turn their, the Catalan into a chick, man. But they all mm. trying to, but they're all about spinning and and controlling the narrative. So in in yeah. the hopes of making the narrative about not this, somebody should have been like in her camp. Hey, this ain't a good idea. Like, dude, this is a really bad idea. Now, I don't care how many zeros on the end of that check. This is a really bad idea. This is not gonna like whatever. And maybe we should have. They should have did a commercial where she was giving the Pepsi bottle to the person that robbed them in Paris. See, 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 habitual line stepper. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> in honor, in honor of Charlie Murphy. There we go. Man. Oh, oh man. Habitual line stepper. Yep. All right. And the other one. The last, the last hold my beer came from United, uh, the airline. This, this, this is a showstopper here. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they came from United Airlines, who uh, overbooked the flight, as airlines are known to do. People didn't want to get off because they, you know, I, I mean, shoot, if I'm on that plane, you're going to have to probably drag me off, too. You can tell me I can't get on. And they will. On. Yeah, but <laughs> once I'm on, man, what well, shoot. So it's like, all right, well, 
you know, he, this man, and everybody's seen the video, he gets dragged out of his chair by the police, dragged down the aisle, mouth all busted up or whatever. Uh, the CEO for United came out and was like, at first was like, shoot, my, whatever, he was whatever. And then he came out with another statement, well, we're sorry we had to reaccommodate these people. And then everybody's like, they stock dropped like half a billion dollars. And they was like, oh, yeah, we're really sorry. This was reprehensible. <laughs> like, we, we can't believe this, that our yeah. company also just lost $500 million uh, based on this <laughs> incident. Uh, it's just amazing that anything like that could happen. And and you know what, though? I mean, again, and this is, you know, from watching movies and hearing people talk or whatever, y'all remember when, like, flying on an airplane was actually a luxury type event? No, it's just straight it's a straight up Greyhound freaking soul plane experience. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is. It, I mean, now. they have made flying so unpleasant. It is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean it, yeah. it really is. I mean, you. Um, I mean, uh, I'm almost to the point where I would just rather drive if, it, yeah. if it's a place I can drive to. But yeah, yes, it much. has made flying so unpleasant. Yeah, it's jack up the price and give you less service. And it's like, how does less this work? Service. No service. You, you, you yeah. basically can only carry what you can wear or you're going to pay $100 for an additional bag. I mean, mm. just ridiculous shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, it is really ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it's awful. And then they, I mean, then you can tell, like, the customers is just disposable. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. like, we don't really care about y'all. Yeah, we're gonna overbook this flight, and then we're gonna kick you off if we want to. Right. Y'all, y'all, you have no passenger rights or whatever. If we don't volunteer and, yeah. to leave. We just gonna randomly select folks. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So randomly tell somebody get get off the plane after you yeah. yeah. so might have an important event to get to. Uh, you right. gotta get off the plane. Yeah, yeah, like doctor too. Yeah, yeah, like this gentleman was a doctor. They got on to right. pulled off the plane. And then you expect people to be all right with that? Are you yeah. kidding me? And, and they but that's happened a lot too. Yeah, but they just haven't had no video of it. There was yeah. like four different videos of people with their uh, cell phone cameras took di- yeah. different vantage shots of it. I mean, you could look at it from four different vantages. Everybody uh, take that shit. It was horrible, man. Yeah, and then and then United does their best to drag the dude's name in the mud. Yes, they like, tried. Oh, right. Right. Oh, yeah, I saw they that. tried. Yeah. Yeah. So, but did you? But did you check it though? Later on, that they had the wrong dude. They had the wrong doctor. Oh, like he had like an Asian name. That they, you know, like it's like I mean, I'm I'm being lightweight racist here, and be like the dude's name was Hong Long Duck Dong. Like they found that they just saw long and and dong, like dude's middle name was like long <laughs> shut dong, and they had they pulled the wrong dude and the wrong doctor and drug the dude's name through the mud and it wasn't even drug the other dude's right. name through the mud. Yeah, them, law- <laughs> them lawyers are going to line up to take his damn uh, oh, oh my god, yeah. oh, no. hell, I'm he gonna get paid. He's going to get paid so many millions for that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's got a quality lawsuit. Oh, man, you know, two people got a quality lawsuit. Man. And, 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 and the doctor is, is going to sue for, for shit, too. Right. And they can wind up, mm-hmm. you know, 
people are going to be flying on Long Duck Dong Airlines here soon enough because he's about to sue. <laughs> he's going to be his name on Like, I mean, the hell out of these people. Like, I want everything, man. Like, I mean, it's just awful. I, don't, I, I mean, it was literally, that's literally holding my beer, man. Like, we're just going to mess this up for yeah, everybody. The, the, memes, the memes have been amazing. I mean, if you yeah, check, check it on Facebook. Some of the yeah. funniest shit I've ever heard seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, the one. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw the They one have been amazing. On, I think I saw the one you put on Facebook with Megan. Um, Megan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awful, man. It's awful. So, yeah. So, yeah. so Kendall, Kendall Jenner, Nivea, Vin Diesel, Pepsi, Sean Spicer, United, Dope 45, y'all can all please shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think that's the end as we start to wrap up podcast 59 for Brothers Comics. Um, lots of events coming up. Um, starting tomorrow, I'm going to go to Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. Check for pics and tweets and videos and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to do that. Uh, I told Sandman and uh, Female Perspective I'm going to do Thursday and Friday, I think. I don't think I'm going to battle that craziness on Saturday. It's just it's just gonna be too much. Um yeah, that's, that's I don't wanna mind. do it. Yeah. I don't wanna do it. Um hey, I, I, I got a question for you. Yeah, I'm going on Friday, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. be with the producer on Friday. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I got Go a ahead, question. Huh? Sure. Count how okay, we went to that that con in, in South, Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina con and there was not a lot of folks of color dressed up. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, a lot of a group of you know maybe maybe what five, six, seven thousand folks. It might have been you know five, maybe six, eight, seven. maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> ten people right. of color in costumes, and you right. know and you know kids. There's some kids dressed up too, but at this at this uh, Star Wars con, there's gonna be about ten thousand people there. How many black folks? Dress up in white stormtrooper outfits. I mean, that's going to be hard to tell because they're not going to take the helmet off. I, I oh, they probably can't. They're going to take the helmet off after a while. They're they they going to take them off eventually. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, Eventually. I mean, they'll, they'll be, you know, sitting down, eating something or whatever, but they'll be going right. mm-hmm. I was thinking I, more like how many Mace and Finns are you going to see because in Lando's? Because that's really, you know, the three. Yeah. The only niggas in the whole universe. Yeah, so, there ain't no other black folks. You know, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, you know, do you know, does somebody race bend it and be like, oh no, I'm fucking Torkins, you know, walking around a black dude walking around, you know, in X Men <laughs> costume? Probably not. But you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. Like Star Wars has like this huge following or whatever, and black people like like it. But I don't know if we like it like that, where we spend it on money or whatever. Much. And you know what I mean? Like, it's because it's, my, it wasn't made for you. Yeah, uh, yeah it wasn't. No, but my catch is that, yeah, a black person, black, a black person putting on all that white uniform shit or that white armor, <laughs> there's something about that, man. That's like a Christian <laughs> brother actually coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get you. Catch a black dude that catch his helmet off uh, as a stormtrooper. I am definitely going to have a conversation. I will do that for you. Uh, Thank so, you. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, so yeah, Sam and I will be a celebration on third on Friday. 
Um, and then we got a couple of press passes here recently for MomoCon, which is the anime con in Atlanta over Memorial Day weekend. Um, maybe possibly Big Hutch and Female Perspective may attend that one. Uh, that's a fairly decent sized con uh, for anime and whatnot. Uh, depends on if you like anime. I'm not a real big fan of it, but I've been the last couple of years. Um, and then the same weekend is MegaCon here in Orlando, and uh, we got press for that as well. Uh, I will definitely be attending that one. That's a huge con. Stan Lee will be there. Uh, his final Florida appearance, they say. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you going to get autograph? It depends on how many yards it is. So, <laughs> how yeah, many yards you know. are you? How many yards are you willing to pay? I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm willing to pay any yards for an autograph. How much would I pay for a picture? I would probably go upwards of fifty dollars to get a picture with Stanley. But that's probably going to yeah. leave me about fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the man is over ninety years old. I mean, you got to get it pretty soon. He might be charging right. a dollar yeah, a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because I mean. Uh, he's going to be doing his final event if this isn't his final event. Yeah, uh, this is his car well. Yeah. yeah, get the coffers so, filled yeah, up. You're going to get it. Um, Now's the time to get it. Uh, I mean, I can't. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, that This con is, I mean, this is the biggest one, I guess, in Florida is this mega con thing. And, um, uh, you know, they got a decent guest list. I think the biggest thing, I think they're having some sort of um, – Rocky Horror Picture Show reunion or whatever, and I don't mess with Rocky Horror Picture Show, so I don't yeah. care about that. Yeah, but you know, there's some other stars and some fairly large people to be there, so we'll definitely be in the house for that one. Um, and then, uh, then Hutch, whatever was uh, San Diego Comic Con, and then we'll be talking about Dragon Con here in a few well, a few weeks. Um, that's yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a lot of con. It is con season here through the mid uh, spring and summer here, so uh, we definitely have to start to uh, kind of figure all that out. Uh, our influence or our sphere of influence is growing a little bit here and there. Uh, pretty, I'm batting a pretty good percentage on getting pressed for these cons, so uh, we like to keep that <laughs> up. So thanks for all your support, everybody. Uh, so again, as we wrap this up, you can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, leave a review. By the way, we have a, a rating review finally on iTunes. You know, uh, when you go on there, uh, other times you look it says like like for the star rating system, it'll be like, oh, you don't have enough reviews for a ra- like for an average. And mm-hmm. so when I went on it the other day, um, we did have enough reviews, and we are a five star rated podcast. So wow. So unless Hutch been going on there and voting for us, Hutch, you ain't been on iTunes voting, have you? I hate uh, iPhone and Apple. No, okay, okay, so it's not you. So it's not Hutch. So it's so yeah. So we are a five star rated podcast. Uh, so share it with your friends. Go ahead. Share with your friends, and, and, all of that. And uh, by the way, I've listened to, quote, unquote, some of the best supposed podcasts out there. Don't get us fired. Yeah, no kidding. Don't get that five is, star taken away. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, then, in that case, Don't we're, names. We're, we're above those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we had a nice minor yeah. discussion about that before we started recording. And, uh, yeah. You know, I, hey, I had never even heard of that podcast you had mentioned either, so I was like, okay. Yeah. And we like what, you know, 
if you listen to this podcast, you, you should like, you know, hopefully like what we do and share it with other people. You know, we have fun. We don't take ourselves too seriously, you know. Um, so just, you know, again, share it with some people. You know, I, I'm not sure where our our core audience is, but chances are it's black folks over the age of something that's over the age of something, you know. And, <laughs> you know, the technology, the technology might be scary for some of you older black folks. And that's okay. Have your grandchild, have your grandchild or your nephew hook up, hook your iTunes up in your car, for you, okay? Uh, or, or your sister. Yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. I mean, have them do it for you. You know, you know, that don't, don't know nothing about that iTunes. So you know, go ahead. <laughs> Whatever it is. But yeah, but yeah, we uh, again, our our little sphere of influence is growing, and so we hope to continue that. So definitely be checking us out at comms and whatnot and look for us uh and coordinate with sam and on the phone here you know wear your brother's comics t-shirt right so um yes uh so yeah that'll be that all right so we'll wrap this podcast up um oh we need exit music huh we gotta go jay giles band right yeah, oh, yeah. Free yeah do do we yeah, free I think, yeah i mean it may have you why do we do charlie murphy stuff uh, not a song. Yeah, but we usually he, exit he out some, on. He got some exit out songs. On, we usually exit out Charlie, on music, man. When you say Charlie Murphy has some singing songs, he got some songs out there. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. He, I'm like, he's more or less known as who, me who, wait, wait, a singer. What? Okay, who, was it? Was it him or Ashley Larry that did the "I beat my dick like it owes me money"? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that. No, I'm not sure who's the voice behind that. It probably is Charlie Murphy, Lou. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think we need to go Jay Giles. I think it makes the yeah. most sense. And maybe you can mix in like some Charlie Murphy uh, comedy or something like that. That's fine. I'll try to do that. Y'all gonna have me up till one o'clock in the morning. Mix up the podcast. You ain't going worse. This is also true. Yeah, you're right. He don't have to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I still got to sleep and drive 90 minutes to Orlando. That's big deal. I'll switch you out any day of the week. (laughs) That's harsh. But, yeah, I'll I'll do that. All right, so we'll we'll lead out with a little bit of uh, Charlie Murphy. And then it'll close out with some Jay's gals band. We're going with freeze frame then. Is that yeah, the call? Free frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do freeze frame. Yeah. That's fine. All right. I'm writing down my additional notes. All right. All right. So again, we'll sign off for this podcast. I am your host, the producer. Uh let's see, female perspective. Go ahead and go first. Adios from the female perspective. All right. Uh Sandman, go ahead. Sam and don't leave it. See y'all next time. All right. And Big Hutch, don't get don't get fired. Man. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> All right. Y'all. Line, yes, he is. All right. We'll see you people on the other side. Peace. 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 Oh, Besides living in a trash can and having a syringe large in my fucking head, nothing I guess. <laughs> We're your parents anyway. Don't give up, Stinky. 
My dad says, if you never give up and work hard, all your dreams will come true. That's the gayest shit I ever heard. What? You don't understand. Is I make love to my hand. So I don't need you, honey. I beat my dick like it owes me money. Fuck it. That's right, I said, fuck it.